Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast USA. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Delighted to talk to you again about a bit of Love Island USA. So what did you make to the episode tonight? Dave, now, I've been very critical for three weeks about it getting going and and, thin, and I've got to say, I was all in. I think tonight, the production of the show was on a different level, whether it was the music... The way the drama unfolded, especially at the end, oh, Dave, I, I was proper in on it tonight. And I, and I do think, as much as I think the UK is a flag bearer for absolute nonsense and chaos and drama, the US version tonight made it feel like I was watching a film and a love story unfolding because I don't know why, Dave, I was just totally bought in. I thought it was the best episode of the whole series, to be honest. I think it was less love story and a bit more, not quite Shakespearean tragedy, but there was a bit of a tragedy element about it, wasn't there? But, I mean, before I get to that, I guess just picking up on what you've said there, I I thought it was okay. I didn't see a particular step change, but it's it's what you said the other day about this shorter time frame. And the fact that, you know, because we're bringing in different people at different times and what have you, and it's only this compressed four-week time frame, you haven't really got that time to invest in the people and the relationships, whereas because of what happened at the end there, we have had enough time with certainly the people who were there from the start. And so it did carry more emotional weight, I think. But um, I again, Chris made a confession yesterday that I laughed at the narrator, kind of did again today. Yep, you know what, Dave? I've run all my hands up, so did I today. <laughs> all right, here we go. Think, it's a 180. I think Stefan may may have just opened my eyes a little bit. I've done an absolute turn. I'm not completely bought in, but there was a couple of lines he said when he said something about, we've seen this picture 17 times or something, and then there was something else he said later on, and I was thinking... Please don't laugh. Please don't laugh. Oh, you're going to laugh. Yeah, I've laughed. <laughs> <So> <laughs> my my favourite was when, um, I mean, it, it does rain there a lot, it's seemingly in Fiji, doesn't it? Obviously, they've got their seasons are the opposite way round to in the Northern Hemisphere, aren't they? So it is their winter now. So I guess that's that's why you've got so much rain. But you've got Elizabeth in the little towel there over her head <laughs> he just called her yeah, out for yeah. doing a et in a basket impression i thought yeah brilliant <laughs> yeah i thought that was it uh, yeah that was another one i did laugh to myself i was like yeah maybe they're letting him freestyle a bit more dave because he was actually quite funny i'll, I'll give him that it was his best episode by far on his narration yeah. but yeah, yeah I, I think i think what what bought into was we'd mentioned about the situation with kira and, and uh, cashel and, and um Eric, Eric was, he's a nut job, Eric. He's an absolute psycho, Dave. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sticking to what I said. We'll talk about, the, if you don't mind, I'll talk about what happened with the actual voting off and everything. Yeah, yeah. We lost Cashel and Katrina today. And I think it's one of them where we've not seen a lot of Katrina on the screen at all in the last few episodes. Once that Kelsey and Weston got together, she sort of became a byproduct of that and she's in the background but Cashel's always been there with Kira, and even there was a point where they were sat on the bed to, on the lounges together, weren't they? And they, they were like, oh, 
cuddling and he'd had enough and got up. But I could just see that smug look on that Eric's face as if to say, oh, fucking, you've lost, pal. You know, that, that sort of thing. I was like, it just seemed proper. You know, Kira actually looked quite upset and realising that they shouldn't probably be doing that. It's too soon. But he was like reveling in it, giving him the look over. I thought, oh, you're a bit of a dick. And then when they got voted off, and obviously she was, Kira was absolutely distraught once she, she was absolutely distraught. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she, she went off with the girls. He come in to try and defuse it. And when she was talking about him, he was looking above her, looking at the ceiling. It seems to say, I'm supposed to be fucking with you. What the fuck is that? He could just see there was no compassion. There was no genuine emotion there other than him thinking about himself, the girl he was supposed to be coupled up with. I know it's an awkward situation and it's not a real life situation, but, but purely from a compassionate side, he, he should let her sort of grieve that Cashel's gone. And all he did was smother her again. And it was like, we get a preview of Monday's episode where she's questioning the whole situation with Eric, I think she's seeing what everyone else has seen. And I, I just do not like him, Dave. I can't see any positives out of that guy. And even when Cashel was hugging everyone and he was stood to the side trying to get in one, he was yeah. trying to get in on the hug, like patting him on the shoulder. Everyone was like, fuck off, who are you? <laughs> well, I do think, I, I saw a few comments actually. I, I think not everybody's on the um, same train that we are with Eric. I think there are, some people who, who quite like him, but I completely agree. And, and when I, I think he does things. So when Kira was really upset and he walked in and gave her a big hug, I thought, yep, yeah, all right, fair play. That, that's a good move. And he said, you know, that must have been really hard for you. I thought, no, fair play. You know, hats off to you there. But again, I, I think that's the kind of thing that can be faked because when they sit down, and she's talking about how sweet Cashel is and, you know, she's obviously really upset. He's just looking off in any, he's not making any eye contact. He's just like not interested in anything she has to say there. And and like you say, he's just, he's displayed, you know, a, a lack of empathy. And, you know, we take the mickey really. And, and that's pretty much all we do, Chris. So, you know, it's all said tongue in cheek. But you know which other group don't have any empathy at all? Well, <laughs> Serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> right? We've said yeah. it from the start. He's got that serial killer quality to him. And I thought tonight more than any, you know, some of those looks... And the overall coldness, I, I thought, wow, you know, it, I think we might have inadvertently stumbled across something here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, but Cashel and Katrina had to go, didn't they? I mean, they, they were both on the rough end of, of popping out of a love triangle, weren't they? So they were just a couple of convenience, so they had to go. Uh, there was no other choice, really, I don't think. So casual is a bit wet, and it, it reminds me, Chris, of uh, Simon out of the Inbetweeners. Now, a lot of people might not know who I'm talking about here, but basically just a, a little bit over-emotional, just purely obsessed with one girl and just, you know, not got eyes for anyone else, but he's always just treated like shit. And I was quite, I was a little bit disappointed. He gave her, like, this little fender 
uh, it looked like a badge or pin or something like that. He gave it to Kira and said, you know, this has been in my family. I've been giving them away. It's from the 50s. It's this Fender thing. And uh, I was like, oh, come on, dude, just drop it. Just close that door and move on. But actually, Chris, he might, from what we saw of like Monday night's episode, he might have just played a bit of a blinder there. He might have just implanted enough doubt into Kira's mind. I have made a huge mistake. And that's certainly what it looks like from the next preview, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. It's like he's just took the pin off the grenade because I think I think with Kira and she and she does laugh with one of the girls, doesn't she? Saying like, oh God, I'm a bitch, sort of thing. But I I'm not saying that Cashel wasn't where I'm not saying it's a total absolute witch hunt on Eric. I just don't like the vibe. Everyone's talking about vibing. It's not someone that's said in the UK vibing at all, but his vibe to me is is off. He's off completely. The, the way he went after her, I said it a few episodes ago, is not right. That is not correct. That is someone who, in my opinion, I could be wrong, when he gets in a relationship, he's locking that door to their flat or apartment or house and she's never leaving until he says <laughs> you know, he will not let her out of his sight so i mean we shouldn't really laugh at that bit but i, I mean again it's it's yeah we've had it in the uk haven't we where there's been little telltale signs and and clues that you know some of the guys might be a bit controlling and uh, I, I definitely think we've seen some warning signs there again another thing we've seen from the other shows is that if all you've really got to talk about is how into each other you are, that's going to get old pretty quick. So what we've not seen from them, and it might all be on the cutting room floor, they might have had these conversations, they don't seem to talk about anything else. You know, just random things, just getting to know each other through questioning. And we don't really see any of that. And think I think now that... It isn't a love triangle in any way. She doesn't have that casual comfort blanket, you know, that he's still around and still clearly pining for her. She might find that she's going to run out of things, like I say, to to talk to with Eric. And and again, I I see them as being the weakest couple out of that lot. I do. And, And something else I wanted to bring up, Dave, as well. And they were, because they were in the bottom two. You're totally correct. And one thing I do, I'll, talk about and it's been mentioned by the social media following of the Love Island USA a lot of the fans have said it and he was called out on it but I have got a little thing I want to speak about Cara as well yay man is a fucking player Dave I'm sorry (laughs) but he's trying his hardest not to be a player he's trying to play the good guy and, and I think he's fooled us all he's absolutely playing that fiddle big time I mean I wasn't I didn't think it was right. The girls were saying to him, like, and Carol was saying, like, well, what do you do if, you know, Christina come back in? Would, would you go? And, he's, and Dylan had said to Alexandra, well, you can't say that until, you know, if that, that happened, what, what do you want him to do? And they did call him out a little bit, but he didn't answer. He's been diplomatic. He's, he's into Asata. He seems quite into her. He said he wasn't into Alana. But then Carol was making me laugh because she's like, well, you know, you, you've uh, gone that. <laughs> yeah. And he went, how have you? Hot and she was looking at him. black. She, yeah, she, she was looking at it. He's going, well, well, haven't you done that? You've, you've, you've tried a few of, you know, a few things out. And she went, and she's looking at us just to say, 
how fucking dare you? That's nothing yeah. like what you've done. And I'm thinking, I think it is, Cara. I mean, she looks sweet. Stop right. accusing me while I'm trying to accuse you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you not think, oh, Dave, we're getting a little bit, yeah, exactly, we're getting a little bit of the vibes of she's not really into Ray because why has she not kissed him? Because she's kissed other lads. I'm not saying she, she can or can't do that. I'm not saying that is her choice. Maybe she thinks it's special. But she was all over Cashel and she was over some of the other guy. I don't get that. I don't understand what's going on there. Is it a bit of a I, I got the impression that was more Ray's decision. Ah, right. Okay. I didn't see that. Maybe you're right. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I, I'm not sure, but but that's just how I read it. Um, so I, I, I'm pretty sure, like you say, we, we've seen it before with Cairo. But I, until you'd said that, it was just in my head that it, it was more about Ray and wanting to find that right time. And I, you know, I had a lot of respect for that. But it's, it's a funny one with Yemen. I mean, look, if anyone, this is not real life, is it? Right. So it's a game show, essentially. And then you're coupled up with someone, whether you like it or not. And then when you're not, you know, you're, you're at risk of being jettisoned off the island. So you have to be coupled up with someone. But then, you know, so, so say it's, say you're marking someone out of a hundred. So someone, where do you cut the line off? You know, cause you're not, there is no one on the planet who is actually a hundred. So what if someone comes in and they're 90, you know, all the different attributes. And I'm thinking a little about FIFA on the PlayStation here, Chris, <laughs> you know, having a player there, you know, someone who's really good at finishing, but not very good at tackling, yeah. you know, someone is not going to tick a hundred of those boxes. So, but if someone ticks, you know, upwards of what, 85, 90, yeah. you could go off and have a pretty good life. You could be, you know, very, very happy and content. But if someone comes in and is a 95 to your specific, unique set of 100 boxes, well, your head might be turned, mightn't it? Surely. Yeah. So I think, and, and again, this is, in, this is in the villa. This is not real life. So I think the, it's an impossible question to answer. Well, actually, I don't think it's impossible. I, personally, I think you should just say, look, we're getting to know each other. I'm really liking where we are right now. You can't rule everything out. You, you can't rule anything out, sorry. But, you know, I, right now, that is not my intention. Because we've seen it, the, the bloke, the man was being put under pressure by the, the woman because she didn't want to get any further into being emotionally invested into this relationship, really, unless she knew where she stood. And so she was saying, would your head be turned? You know, if someone basically perfect walks through the door, would your head be turned? And his response was, no, it absolutely wouldn't be. And then it was. <laughs> and so that was constantly thrown back at him. You said your head wouldn't be turned. Now, the, the subtext to that was the, the lady in question was being quite cold, in my opinion. So kind of pushed him away more than anything to put him in a place where his head would be turned. Yeah. But that was always thrown back at him. You've also seen the opposite side where one of the girls had said, we'll never say never. And the next minute it spread like wildfire throughout the villa that, Oh, you know, this person, she said, never say never, which actually means that she wants to go headlong into it right now. So I, I I'm going to contradict myself now and say, I, 
I don't think there is a perfect answer to that question. Anyone put under the spotlight there to that question in this particular game, I, I don't think there's a good way to answer it. So I don't, I, I'm less convinced than you, Chris, that he's a player, but I don't think he's 100% bought into this particular relationship right now. You could be right. And I think as well, I, I suppose calling myself out, it's quite interesting. I've, I've dug in on people and all that. And obviously, you know, I'm not single, but if I was single, we don't know how we'd react, do we, Dave, in this situation? We don't know how we'd react. You, you're with somebody for a short space of time. You're worried about leaving the show. You, you know, I know it sounds daft, right? Maybe not as much in the American one, but in the UK one. We say it all the time. Going on Love Island, it puts you in the public conscience. It gives you deals. If you tr- do things the right way, it could basically set your whole career up for the rest of your life. We've seen it with other reality stars. There's something there where there's a fear. You go into it with fear, so you feel like you've got to pair up with somebody. If a genuine connection comes along, then fantastic. But nine times out of ten, it's purely a money-spinning and a, and a, a basically an attention-seeking a proposition that you're in and it's something that creates drama it creates everything you could be the darling of the uk or us or you could also be the villain and that's exactly what this is it is a tv show i don't know how i'd react in that situation dave if i was putting it i honestly don't i can say it and i can stand on my model high ground now and then say blah 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 but you don't actually know until you're in that situation you are right if you're getting tens coming in or near enough tens coming in and they're interested in you it's going to be like you're winning the jackpot in Vegas or, you, you know, you, it, it, it is. I think everybody wants to be needed and, and loved and stuff. So I think in some respects, to some people, it's like you're being elevated in a situation where you're getting people who are just so good looking and stuff coming at you. Despite that, it's not just about looks. There is that sort of vain side to everyone where you're like, I can't believe it. Well, this person, this girl or this lad's into me. Why wouldn't your head turn slightly? I think I think that's you know we we, we take the piss. I'm the, the worst for it, but in the same respect, I think sometimes you've got to take a step back and go. You know what I mean? What would you actually do in that situation? And my honest answer is, I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, it's it's ultimately how does that other person make you feel about yourself? That I think to me is what it all boils down to. So the jury's still out on Yemen for me, but I can definitely see where you and, and it seems the American public get that perception. Certainly the, the Alana was bought in fully. And, and I think I said the other day, didn't I? I'm not sure the public will ever really forgive him for that because of how bought in she was. And he was just kind of playing along for the, he was just along for the ride, wasn't he? Never yeah. really interested, I, I don't think. But um, I tell you, what, what another relationship, though, Chris, it, that's going to be interesting to watch is Dylan and Alexandra. So what did you make to those two and that whole discussion and conversation with the girls initially and then between each other? I think, I think what, what didn't really get mentioned was they, they read out that sort of tweet saying that Dylan had said he was into open to speaking to other girls and that. But it wasn't like it was... The other day, it was something that happened well over a week ago when they were just feeling mm-hmm. the fear. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it was like, but it wasn't like he'd said it yesterday. So it put a load of doubt and a load of sort of thought in her head where she's like, what is he playing at? What's going on here? You know, like, so it didn't really, he didn't explain himself to be honest. He just seemed to take it, which I found really yeah. bizarre. 
Yeah, I was a little bit surprised by his reaction. Um, I, I don't know. I guess before that conversation, I think in my head, I thought these these two were a pretty strong couple. Um, but now I'm sort of questioning: is is he really bought into it, or is he just is he just waiting for someone else to walk in? So, so that was what I walked away from. I didn't walk away. <laughs> That's what I left that that scene, if you like, thinking. Uh, no, he's he's not that into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, Dave. I think you're right. And yeah, good episode again, Dave. Very good episode. Again, I'm still touching and, and agreeing with what I said yesterday that the whole Cashel getting saved situation 24 hours later meant absolutely nothing. And now we've got two new people coming in. We've got a, a lad and a girl coming in. And it sort of cheapens the fact that we had all that drama for absolutely nothing. And with Winston the day before, in two or three days, you've lost about five or six people. I know they had to because of the whole boat thing, which was like Casa Amor. But mm-hmm. It just seems a bit cheap for me. And again, I'm still sticking to my timescale thing. As much as I liked today's episode, it and it was probably the best for me, just for the pure drama at the end with Kira, I'm still not having it. I still think there should be a bit of a gap between these evictions, to be honest. Yeah, but again, it'd be interesting if there's people out there who, you know, maybe are watching this show for the first time. So don't come with that baggage, you know. So you've been in, uh, you know, the UK is in its fifth season, isn't it? And you've been in there since season one. Uh, I've only just come into this first UK season and then this US season one as well. So I I don't necessarily have that same uh, expectation about how it should run. I do absolutely see what you're saying about, you know, you don't have enough time to, you know, in between convictions to, you know, have a bit of fun. Like these games are great, aren't they? I must admit, I know you do a bit of yoga, Chris, but I don't. And I was looking at some of those positions. I was thinking I would have no chance whatsoever to get in (laughs) some of those. But, um, but yeah, those are the bit, bit of fun. And then seeing those emotional relationships develop, and then destroyed is <laughs> what creates the drama and the entertainment a lot of the time. But no, I think the the one show in town at the minute is what what is Kira going to do next? You know, and I, I think that's the really interesting for me. Everything else seems a little bit vanilla at the moment. Like I say, it's keeping me watching, Dave, so that's really good. Now, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can find us on Twitter at Love Island Cast. And if you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And if you do like the show or you don't like the show, we take any feedback on board. Please get over to your podcast catching app and drop us a review. And we really appreciate anything that you send over because it does help us get out there into the podcasting world. Now, Dave, what have you got to lead us out with today, my friend? Well, Chris, we've got the weekenders break now, so we're going to have to wait to Monday to see what the real fallout from Cashel's eviction is and how Kira takes that. Also, how Dylan and Alexandra develop. And, you know, we'll find out maybe a bit more about your theory that Yemen really is a player. But you know what? Although the timeline is messing with us a little bit, I think I'm chomping at the bit, so I can't wait, to be honest. So thanks again, Chris, and I'll speak to you on Monday. Take care, everyone. Bye.